1: On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone.
0: Mark,
2: we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it.
0: Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance.
1: X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark
0: Walters. Oh, Welcome back. Here we go. Welcome back. Welcome in, depending on when you're joining us, if you're, joining us for this hour and you missed the previous two welcome in if you are rejoining us welcome back you are with me live in the car firearms group studios here at aar ranch sitting in front of the six hour Powerform platinum microphone it's all being brought to you by the great x insurance fun two hours you know we had alan gottlieb call in from hawaii he was at waikiki beach and I felt kind of bad, Greg, in Dallas, Texas, with all the cool bells and whistles and buttons and switches and all that. Alan, if anybody needs a break, man, it's Alan Gottlieb. I agree, and that's a beautiful wow. beach. I have been there before, so I have never been there, but well, let's say I've seen pictures, and it is a beautiful place. I've I know been a there lot twice. Of people who have been, but uh, so he called in from Hawaii, and we just had a call from Ryan Petty, Parkland father, who was in Japan. On my bucket list. Right. Sitting, looking out over the Pacific Ocean and Mount Fiji in the distance. And he said it was just absolutely beautiful call from Japan. So that's kind of cool. Lucky dogs. Lucky dogs. Lucky dogs. Yeah. Fun stuff. So it it was a a really fun two hours of radio. And of course, what are we going to do now? We're going to bring it into the third hour of the program. Greg, if you would be kind enough to please tell people where they can get in on the chat, which is quite active and. Tell us where they can watch it on their television sets or their devices, whatever, as long as they're not driving, please. Uh, Sure. If you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the top of that
3: website, you'll see all the links to watch live, to listen live, the podcast link, in case you need to get caught up on anything you may have missed previously. Uh, we've also got the shop link. If you'd like to support the show and head over there and pick up something nice, you can do that. And if you would like to join our live chat, well, head on over to your app
0: store, grab the Telegram messaging app, just create your app profile, insert for armed American radio conversations. Ah, yes. And welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be another fun, fun hour. It always is when we have the roundtable crew together. So let's start with Justin Moon. Justin, for the win last week, brother, you were fan favorite. You. How are you, my friend, CEO of Car Arms? Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Brad Primo, CEO of Led Slingers. Welcome in, my brother from another mother. <laughs> How's
3: it going, Mark? You doing okay?
0: I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's been fun. How about you? Good? Everything good? I'm you ready to great. rock and roll?
3: Yeah. No complaints, and, man. I've been grilling
0: all night having a good time. Oh, we, we need to ask about that in just a couple minutes. Neil McCabe from Parts Unknown and RedState.com, RedState.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil, how are hey, you? Hey, uh, fantastic. Doing fantastic. Glad to be with you guys. And getting better every day, right, Neil? Getting better every day. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Brad, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, you know, I have the Armed American Radio Corvette, right, with the logo on the side and all and the microphone on the wrap and all and it gets a lot of attention when i drive it around it's really really cool and i pulled up to a traffic light today and greg and dallas will get a kick out of this i bring this up just because it was not long before the show started and to my left pulled up another c7 corvette and it was a z6 and it had a matte black wrap and the thing was completely decked out the guy rolled the window down he says i like your car i said i like yours better and we waved at each other and off we went. But he was a fan of the Armed American Radio Show. And he says, I heard, I, I thought you were around here. Great to see you on the road. So that's cool stuff. That's cool stuff. Listeners everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. All right, guys, let's get started because we do have listeners everywhere. And I know there's a lot of people that want to hear what you guys think about some of the topics we're going to cover today. And I'm going to start with where we were with the other group. And I want to get into a political discussion with this. Ladies and gentlemen. In the previous two hours, we've been talking about the new narrative being formed and created by the left on quote-unquote assault weapons. Semi-automatic has failed, assault weapons has failed, and now they're out with this gas-operated nonsense, and they're talking about lethality, et cetera. And I want to let Neil start us out from a political standpoint so that we can carry it around the table. Neil, we are watching a new narrative on assault weapons being formed by the left, with this new bill put out by Angus King and Heinrich from New Mexico, and this gas-operated, it's called the go-safe bill, they're clearly changing a narrative. They think it's going to get legs. What is the political implication? Why politically do they believe that that's a smart move to make at this point coming into the 2024 election as we begin to ramp up?
4: Well, so far we're uh, 11 months into the current session of Congress, the Senate Democrats should be on the ropes. There are 22 Senate... The, the Democrats are defending 22 seats in 24, and Republicans are only defending 11. Of the Of those 22 seats that the Democrats are defending, three of them are in states won by Trump in 16 and 20, and that's Ohio, West Virginia, and uh, Montana. And we've already seen Joe Manchin get out, and so he's the senator from West Virginia... And so what should be happening is Republicans and conservatives should be pressing their advantage because Democrats don't want to take a bad vote on guns, a dangerous vote on guns. And instead what you're seeing is you're seeing Democrats take the initiative because they see the weakness in the house of representatives. And so because they control the agenda in the Senate, right? They have the majority of the Senate. And because the Republican leadership in the Senate is going along with the Democrats against the conservatives in the house. They feel they have no fear and what's going on in the house. They just got rid of George. The Republicans just got rid of George Santos. So they had like a five seat majority and they decided, you know what Democrats we're going to we're going to throw one of our own guys out of the house of representatives. That's how, that's how good we're feeling this Christmas and very easily you could see 20 or 30 House Republicans voting with a Democratic bill that goes along with the Senate bill. It's a very precarious situation. The Senate Democrats are trying to get the jump on guns, and they think they can press the advantage in the House of Representatives, which it should be going
0: the other way around, Mark. Okay. Having heard that, I'm going to put this – Justin, let me come over to you on this – I'm going to say that what we just heard from Neil was that the Democrats are exuding what they believe to be confidence because of what we just heard from Neil. Now, you're a firearms manufacturer, and I think you'll agree with me on this. Please feel free to disagree. But I got caught off guard with this one. I didn't see this coming. We know they're always changing definitions. But the gas-operated semi-automatic firearms exclusion, the Go Safe Act, Justin, from the perspective of a manufacturer of firearms, did you see this one coming, and do you believe it 's also being put in as Neil just said, politically, they feel confident, but also because they 're trying to change the narrative going into the election because their other verbiage has failed, like semi automatic and assault weapons it 's not working. Tell us your thoughts on yeah, this I, I mean
5: their assault on all semi automatic uh Weapons, pistols, and rifles is not working. So I guess they're trying to narrow the field by just saying gas-operated, to just focus on guns like the AR-15. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. You know, I don't think that's going to work so well because you know, just because of the Supreme Court Heller and Bruna decisions, and well, given the fact that <laughs> uh, it's you know, the Republican Party, even with all their flaws, then. They're, they're In the end, they're not going to go along with the Democrats to pass an anti-gun bill out of this Congress. They're not. not I
0: I am in agreement with you, Brad. Take us to the break with this. The minute yours.
5: Yeah, well, I mean,
3: it's, it's, again, manipulation of the language, because anybody who knows firearms knows that any semi-automatic weapon is gas-operated. And so they they just changed the verbiage to say the same thing. And their intent is to confuse the public who are maybe not as educated on guns. They're still going after that, you know, uh, middle-class suburban soccer mom uh, who may be on the fence, and they're trying to scare her in, into going along with them. It's it's a, a fear-based, uh, you know, agenda that the Democrats run. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, it's still anti-freedom. And, you know, Neil brings up the point that, that you know, the Republicans are – being gas, I mean, they've, they've actually fallen for the gaslighting that the media's been doing, it seems like, because they're willingly expelling, uh, what's his face out of New York? I can't remember his name right now. dude's a total clown, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like, why Why are you kneecapping yourself, uh, when there's been no crimes have been charged and, you know, we can find a better replacement instead of kicking him out midterm like they're going to do and end up with a Democrat Agreed. in his place? You know, and, and they're just rolling over because they're trying to play nice with these people who have no intent in playing nice with them. Uh, you cannot play nice with people who, who want to destroy you, and that is what the left wants. They want destruction. They're not trying to get along. They're not trying to achieve a consensus. They're trying to achieve victory, and they're trying to get one in on us, and we're just rolling over for it.
0: You know, Brad, you are absolutely correct. And I can promise you this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure the table will agree. We'll find out. We'll ask them when we come back. But there's no way the Democrats would have kneecapped themselves and gotten rid of one of their members with such a slim majority. Not now. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Armed American Radio listeners, clear off your desks and get ready for your new hobby. Goat guns are miniature die-cast gun models that assemble like the real versions do, and they've teamed up with Armed American Radio. Display them on your desk or shelf and watch others gloat over your masterpieces. Goat guns are 1-3 to three or 1-4 to four scale and range from 4 inches to 16 inches in length. If you don't drool over them, they'll buy them back up to 100 days. Don't be a donkey. Start your greatest of all time gun model collection today. Visit GoatGuns.com and use the promo code AAR for an immediate 10% off.
8: Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com.
7: By Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the
0: Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. And here we go. Man, I'm telling y'all, buckle in. Time is moving today on this program. Car Firearms Group Studios fired up for you. Six Hour Mike, it's all brought to you by X-Insurance. Make sure to check out goatguns.com. Greg, as I my dad went into my uh, uh, you know in home little studio gun room in there today. All right. Him and my mom were here for dinner before the show, and he he looked up at those goat guns. He goes, "Those are the goat guns I've been hearing you talk about." Out of the four guns I have, which is the M4, the Sig, and the uh, the Barrett, yep, and the Thompson. Which one do you think was his famous? his, his famous, his favorite. Uh, I'm hoping the Thompson. It was the Thompson. How can it not be? And it's, see, my Thompson yeah. was out. So my dad was holding the Thompson earlier, and he's still astonished by the weight of the gun. And that's, that's with an unloaded magazine. It's a heavy gun, but it is beautiful. It is a family heirloom right out of the box. We'll talk with Justin about that in just a second. Let me go to Neil first because we're going around the table. Neil, my previous comments. Oh, yeah. before I do, before I go there, uh, votify yeah. now. You know John Vieira, and uh, I've been working with John in Votify Now. People always ask us, what can we do about the upcoming election? Here, John's got this incredible app, Votify Now. I mean, this is such a great way to to get involved, right? Tell us about Votify Now real quick, and then we'll continue. But I want to get you to talk a little bit about it, because you introduced me to John, and he has got a great concept here that I think enables every single American – to help put a stop to the quote-unquote irregularities in our election. Go ahead, real quick.
4: Well, you know, and I, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are saying, hey, you're out there in the conservative sort of media sphere who are trying to raise money to develop an, an election integrity app or some kind of program. Uh, it's done. It's John, John has done it. He's invented it. He's uh, He's been working on it through... Uh, through two cycles now, at least two cycles. And I met John when I was at One American News and covering the election, covering uh, voter integrity. And I, I think the thing that most frustrated me the most during the aftermath of the 2020 election is that when everybody was talking about like Italian servers and firefights between Green Berets and CIA militaries in Germany and Krakens and Krakens and Krakens. There, there were real problems in the election that were ignored because everybody was chasing down these rabbit holes. And and Votify now is able to document these things, and we saw it again in 22, especially in Arizona, where you know we, the, the courts heard, about you know, how the ballots were uh, printed with the wrong size, and the things the machines were all jammed up, and that this was used by Kerry Lake's legal team, and none of this was thrown out. Like none, nobody said that this is fake news. Nobody said that this is fake stuff. And and people were able to document that these voting machines that are not supposed to be connected to Wi-Fi were connected to Wi-Fi, and they took screenshots of it, of the Wi-Fi connection with the machine. And so I, I just find it's an amazing tool. And as a reporter trying to deal, I, I just can't live in fantasy land. I need right. to, There's enough solid stuff out there that people witness and we document it. And then you go in the app, you can go to the map, you can see, you know, going back to Arizona, you can see that all the printer problems are clustered in Republican districts. And, I just think it's an amazing tool, and even if you are not going to use Votify now to document irregularities, it's a great tool to watch in real time what's going on in your neck of the woods and right. in other parts of the country, because you can, you know, there's different color codes and different there's different levels of irregularities. But you can see you can see it all on the map, and you click on it, and you say, "Well, exactly what the problem is." And so, so these things aren't accidents. Right? <laughs> the, right. the idea that all the printers would be broken on election day, or scanners would be broken on election day in Republican districts in Maricopa County, that is not that is not a coincidence, right? And um, if as we get more powerful, and more people are signing up to Votify now. It, it's It's going to give us some real like center mass, some some real gravitas, and and it develops a weight of its own. And I know that there are campaigns who have signed on to use Votify Now, and I would encourage candidates who are running for office to get their people to sign up to Votify now. and then and then they can sort of, kind of do their own program because remember, with early voting, you know, these things, in some states, these things go on for weeks. It's not just game day. Uh, and it's not like it costs any money. I, I Oh, no,
0: it's, it's free. It's, it's free, free, ladies so, and gentlemen. Uh, it's free. VotifyNow.org. And if you've got the phone, you know, the, the yeah, iPhone. That, I don't or, want it. I, I, I get
4: a good tool. I think, uh, you know, John has been, uh, John's been very helpful to me in my own reporting, both at Red State and at One American News for the past uh, more than two years. And so I'm really happy that you've partnered with him, Mark, because because it's 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 a damn good product and uh, it's free and it's something I use
0: personally. And I would encourage other people to check it out. Votify now. You can put the app on your phone for free, whether you have an Android phone or whether you have an iPhone. Justin, let's go to the Democrats for just a second. My question and the comment that I wanted to make as we come into this segment to carry on the discussion, we were talking about Santos, that goofball. Uh, Republicans expelled him. Would the Democrats, Justin, have ever expelled one of their members at this stage of the game when their majority is so slim? I mean, why is it the Democrats know how to play dirty pool and the Republicans, like Brad said, just kneecap themselves? Justin, have we got you there?
5: Yeah. I mean, look at President Biden. Mark, look at President Biden. His own son calls him "pedo p," and in his own daughter's diary, Ashley Biden's diary, his own daughter writes about inappropriate showers right. with Joe Biden. I mean, obviously, there's a, a problem there, and there are photographs of Joe Biden fondling little seven-year-old girls through their clothes. So, I mean, he it, in all the evidence. Seems to show clearly that he's a he's a pedo, (laughs) and yet the Democrat Party rallies around him and protects him.
0: I mean that says everything. Yeah, well, you know, let's talk about me. Greg just whispered in my ear, Anthony Weiner. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, but they again, the Democrats, Justin, as you know, know how to play dirty pool. Brad, I mean, you meant, you know, you said they kneecapped. Would the Democrats have ever done what the Republicans did? coming up in an election right now? Or would they wait it until maybe, okay, now it's politically expedient, we can do it, let's throw him to the wolves. But we're not going to do it yet. you got 30 seconds. We'll come back to you after the break. Well, I
3: mean, of course. I mean, look at what's going on with uh, Menendez there in New Jersey, right? I mean, well, like, there's a great example. We'll, we'll, we'll let him go to prison because, you know what, that's a safe state. The, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, they would not at themselves because they wouldn't have to because they have a compliant media who is the regime mouthpiece and propagandist. They have cover, you know. The, the media is not going to cover the Democrat malfeasance the way they're going to cover Republican, uh, you know, buffoonery in the Santos issue. And so they have cover. They don't, they don't they don't have to answer for it. So it's very easy to just ignore it, and that's why they get away with it.
0: Well said. We'll continue the discussion here on Armed American Radio's Classic Roundtable. Two more segments with the crew, Brad, Justin, and Neil, right after this.
2: It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them, it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.
0: This segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Oh, man, we are flying right along, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back inside Armed American Radio Ranch's Car Firearms Group Studios. We are two and a half hours into this program already in front of the Sig Sauer Powerful and Platinum Microphone X Insurance presents it all. Please, please, please go out of your way and support our partners that make the show possible. Every single day, 15 years we will be celebrating on April 26 on the nation's airwaves and we'll have something fun planned for that. It's coming up on April 26. But like the show today, I think Greg will agree with me. Time is flying right by. It won't be long before April 26 is here and we're going to be saying, man, remember when we were talking about that back at the beginning of December. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that. But please, visit all of our partners. They're great. They're here for a reason. They support your right to bear arms. You can find every single one of them at armedamericanradio.com. Are you drinking Defender coffee? Have you picked up any Heaven's Harvest? Okay, get some of that emergency food, the Pillow stuff out there. Visit Car Arms, Sig Sauer, North American Arms. North American Arms has still has that gold set. And I just got my little uh, break Top 22 that is absolutely beautiful. Visit all of our partners. Car Arms, all of them can be found at armedamericanradio.com. We link to them, take you right there where you need to go. Welcome back in. Brad, let me go back to you. We got cut short a little bit in that previous segment, and Neil dropped. He's back now. Uh, let me switch gears over here to concealed carries and, and constitutional carry for just a moment, because John Lott pulled up some really interesting information over the past couple days. He got a lot of publicity. He was on in the previous hour. He got a lot of publicity, particularly over at Fox News, with uh, – you know, the the uh, the Yale dean of public policy over there, cherry picking red states and her exchange, et cetera, with him about with uh, with Senator Kennedy. But I think for the purposes of our conversation, I want to go to the constitutional carry issue, because this I find interesting. It all kind of ties together, Brad. But John has found that permit numbers for the first time in many years gradually declined. And here's the kicker in the constitutional carry states, even though he said it's clear that more people are legally carrying. And coincidentally, John mentioned that permits are increasing among blacks and women, which happen to be two of the demographics we've talked about in this hour that are buying guns at a faster rate across the country as more Americans continue to arm themselves in the wake of the Democrat-controlled crime wave in Democrat-run cities. Is this indicative to you, Brad? Do you think that we're going to see maybe the death of concealed carry permits down the road as states continue to fall to constitutional carry, including some of the blue states? Keep in mind that you've got blue states now that are permits. They're trying to do everything they can to hinder those permits and where you can carry but are we seeing what could become eventually constitutional carry across the country? Is this the very beginning sign of that, do you think?
3: I mean, I hope so. You know, I think, I think that, that there are people waking up to, to understand, especially like you, you mentioned uh, amongst, uh, you know, African Americans and women. Um, look, the, the two probably most highly victimized people or groups of people in this country in terms of violent crime. Are black males and women, right? And you know what? If you are a law-abiding person and you fall into one of those groups, you need to arm yourself because you got a target on your back, whether it be from criminals or whoever. But you need to arm yourself. Uh, there's a, a tremendous amount of violence uh, in, in our in our culture and across the world directed at women specifically. Uh, frankly, I think that's actually a, a Going back to biblical times, I think that, frankly, because of what happened in the Garden of Eden, that Satan hates women, and that's why we see so much violence directed towards women. I've seen some of the most heinous things you can imagine in my, in my time in law enforcement, some of the most heinous things you can imagine perpetrated against women. And I think there's a reason for that. Women need to arm themselves and have a mindset to be ready to fight. Same thing for, you know, law-abiding black males that are living in these hell holes that Democrats created for them. These, these, these uh, crime-ridden economic plantations that Democrats have tried to keep their slaves on. Uh, you need to be ready to defend yourself because these are dangerous places. And if you're not willing to arm yourself to defend yourself, you're going to be a victim. And so, you know, those groups need to be willing to to take advantage of their Second Amendment rights and do what needs to be done.
0: Well said. Justin, I mean, you're a manufacturer. You've got your finger on the pulse of sales. We see these trends in the firearms industry as sales go up and down. We see threats, political threats, et cetera. We see the crime threat now that is only going to get worse as the Democrats continue to drive these, these cities that they control into the ground And now you have blacks, women, buying guns in faster and larger numbers quickly, getting permits. Now, your thoughts on this. Is constitutional carry going to be the law of the land eventually, sooner rather than later?
5: Well, Mark, we need to make sure that it becomes the law of the land sooner than later. Mm -hmm. But we, we also have another obstacle that we have to overcome. It's not just getting the people's rights back to carry a gun. We have to protect those who use the, use the gun in self-defense from these crazy DAs which wow, have been elected nice. around the country. I mean, they, they, we need to have some accountability to our political class. There has to be some liability for injury which the citizens receive because of the political class passing all these crazy laws and making all these stupid rules, which prevent us from uh, exercising our right to self-defense by using the second, by using second amendment, by using
0: firearms. I I feel like I know the answer to the question I'm asking you, Justin, as a quick follow-up, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you believe a prosecutor should be held criminally liable for the actions of someone he or she chose not to prosecute that had in custody? or released early, whatever the case may be, should those people be held accountable to any future victims?
5: I think the DA should be held civilly liable for the harm that uh, he causes any citizen by depriving their use of any protected, God-given right.
0: Neil, because uh, I, Justin, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Neil, your thoughts on that? <clears throat> there,
4: there is some... There is something in the law where you are allowed to hold public officials personally liable for things that they've done. And and so absolutely, I mean that's you know, I, I don't know why they aren't proposing that. Look, if the Republicans really want to put people on their heels, they would they would start doing some, you know, positive legislative proposals instead of uh throwing out their own numbers. I think that the time for national concealed carry politically that, that window has, is still closed. There, there was an opportunity five or six years ago. It was blunted Senate Republicans, specifically John Cornyn of Texas. And, you know, the, the problem is in politics is that when, when you see the opportunity, you have to grab it. And, and, then, and then things change. So the people who are against gun rights, they're not morons, and they have of money. And so they have a, they have a voice. And that happens and, and and they will change their tactics and they will find new ways, like you were talking earlier about sort of reinvent, we're not saying about assault weapons anymore. Right. It's all like uh, gas powered uh, weapons. It's it, it, it it's a very difficult situation. We have to be very strong on defense because because I just I just don't I just don't see it. And I think it's a with the Republican House majority so close. And the refusal of the Republican leadership to, to take the fight to Senate Democrats, um, it, it could be very nasty, because something happened. Something can happen in the Senate that spills over into the House. And we're seeing that in the Supreme Court. the, in the, Supreme, the, the Senate Democrats are setting up the conditions for an impeachment of Clarence Thomas. And frankly, I, you know, it's like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they found five or six Republicans
0: in the House to go along with it. All right. That's pathetic. And, and I will tell let me remind listeners that what uh, Neil was talking about. Thune's bill, National Concealed Carry Reciprocity, was also held up in the Senate by none other than Mitch McConnell. We talked about it on the show when it was happening a number of years ago. Brad, when we come back, I want to ask you that same question about civil liability or criminal with some of these prosecutors. We'll be right back.
1: Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters.
0: Ah, back indeed. Final segment. Wherever you live, ladies and gentlemen, it is the perfect time of year to be cooking outside. Yeah, even if it's snowing like crazy, man, fire up the cooker. Brad can tell you that. I can tell you that. I don't care if it's snowing, raining, my cookers go, if I feel like firing up my cookers. And here at the ranch, for the last two and a half years, we've been using cutting-edge firewood. Nothing comes close, nothing. I have tried it all, I've bought it all, I have used it all. Cutting-edge firewood has it going on, cuttingedgefirewood.com. And it also keeps you really warm, and if you have a fireplace in the house, cutting-edge is the artisan fire, and it's one match. It blows my neighbor's minds. One match lights my fire, I can walk away from it. No more stuffing newspapers in there, stuffing cardboard in there. No hearing the wood hiss. None of the smoke that makes you stink for two days and ruins your clothes. Cutting Edge Firewood has it going on. Visit CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. And really cool part about that, fires and guns go together. Think about that. Sitting around a campfire back in the day, armed, out on the range. It's so American cutting edge firewood supports the right to bear arms support them pick up some of their wood chunks they'll ship it to you anywhere in the country visit cuttingedgefirewood.com and all of our partners you can find them all at armedamericanradio.com if you don't have those goat guns yet big mistake (laughs) maybe not because you will get addicted to them but they make amazing gifts goatguns.com use the promo code aar get 10 percent off start your builds and well Prepare to get addicted to it. Brad Primo, welcome back. Let's go to you. Should politicians be held accountable, particularly in light of crime and what we're seeing with the recidivism, where these guys are not prosecuted, they're out stealing cars, they're out killing people, they're robbing people at will? It's on video. We see it. The guy's got a rap sheet, 10 pages long, years long. You know, I mean, 10, 12, 15 years, multiple felony convictions. These guys are out of jail. Should these people be held accountable? Should prosecutors be held civilly or criminally or both accountable? And Brad, your thoughts? Brad, do we have Brad? Sounds yeah, like I'm he's here, trying sorry. to get in there. There he is. Brad, we got you? Yep. There we go.
3: Yep. Well what we've got to do is we've got to impose limits on them. I mean, so one of the one of the great things about our justice system system is that the people tasked with enforcing the law are afforded discretion. And so, how many of us have been pulled over by a cop because we're doing 10 over, 15 over, and we got let off with a warning or nothing at all? Right. right? I, I have. That's a beautiful part of our system because that, that cop has discretion. The DA has discretion about what to prosecute and what not to prosecute, which comes in handy when you have, you know, maybe an 18 year old getting caught because he you know, drank a beer and did something stupid, but he shouldn't want to ruin his life, right? He has discretion to not have to hammer that kid. But what we've got to do is impose some, some left and right limits on these guys to where if you commit a violent crime, guess what? If you're going to plead that out, you're going to plead guilty to prison time. You don't get to plead guilty to probation. You don't get to plead guilty to a diversion where you just to go back on the street and keep committing crime. If you plead guilty and avoid trial, you're still going to prison. Your only choice is to go to trial and go to prison for longer. Like That's what we got to do is start putting left to right limits on these guys to make them do their jobs. I don't think we want to take away their discretion and make them afraid to say, okay, look, I'm not going to hammer this kid because it's something minor. I don't want to ruin his life. But we need to put tighter left to right limits on them when it comes to actual violent crimes and criminals.
0: But, you know, I could go a step further, Neil. I'll take it to you. You're in Florida. Florida's legislator, legislature put teeth into the bill, uh, into a bill a number of years ago. It was signed into law. I believe it was Rick Scott that signed it into law that actually says, hey, if you're a, if you're a public servant, if you're an elected official and you defy our laws, we have teeth in the bill. We can fine you up to $5,000 and we can have your job. All right, so as far as teeth yeah. are concerned, let me, give, let me give you a real life example. Let's just throw it out here because these have happened. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll make it If my mother were a crime victim committed by someone who was out and shouldn't have been, and this person did harm to my mother, should should we not have some recourse?
4: Well, yeah, because the problem is when there's no recourse, that's when people start taking the law into their own hands. And, you know, we can debate the merits of vigilantism, but it happens, and it happens because the failure of the civil system that we've set up to respond, and I and I, I should probably name-check uh, the great governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Uh, I think it's pretty clear he, he won't be president of the United States this cycle, but he is a phenomenal governor and he has fired prosecutors and he's right. gone after them politically and he, he's brought the fire. He's fired them and he's brought the fire. And, you know, DeSantis is a guy who takes this stuff very, very seriously because when we talk about freedom, right, and people talk about freedom in Florida all the time, there's a freedom from crime, and, and it's like and we want to know that the people who did this to us, who did this to our families, we're important enough so that the person who hurt us or hurt our families should be punished. And the idea that orphans or widows have to watch the people who killed their husband or their loved one right, live on death row for 20 years, getting their master's degree, getting the pardon. It's, it's absolutely insulting to people that society doesn't value the victim. Society values the criminal.
0: Yeah, Justin, I'm going to switch gears on you here, my friend. You know, uh, Ryan Petty, Parkland dad, called the show from Japan, and in the last segment that he was on, one of his last statements, he said the quiet part out loud, and I want to ask you, we're going to run out of time, so we'll make these answers quick to go around the table. But he seemed to make it pretty clear that he believed the Democrats were not going to go quietly into the night after the 2024 election, depending on the outcome, maybe regardless of the outcome. Let me put it that way. Will there be violence on American streets in 2024, Justin? Well, you know,
5: I think it's certainly a real possibility that there could be, you know, a great deal of, of civil unrest coming up to the 2024 elections then even after I mean, there are a number of scenarios which you can imagine. Let's say Democrats assassinate Trump. If they do that, we could be in the Civil War, much like parallels to the Spanish Civil War. Or if Trump wins then, you know, and starts going after the pedophiles, I'm sure you know, most of the Democratic Party would be very much against going after the pedophiles, considering that they, uh, a large part of them were on Epstein, Epstein's you know, flight logs. So you can see that causing a great deal of problems, and I'm sure that, you know, they know what the penalty for a pedophile, being a pedophile in prison is, so they're probably going to fight, you know, to their very last breath. to.
0: uh, (laughs) Dick Durbin just held up the list in committee. Dick Durbin just held up the list in committee. I mean, uh, Justin speaks the truth. Brad, we're getting ready to run out of time. Is violence a real possibility in 2024?
3: I mean, is that even a serious question. I mean, look what they did in 2020. Look what, they did, look what they did in 2017. Uh, political violence is a favorite tool of the left. They will not hesitate to go back to it. They love it. Like, that's what they live for. Like, there's no doubt in my mind.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a scary, a scary time, ladies and gentlemen. Be prepared. Be prepared. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense and Armed American Radio's MonsterCast will be here to keep you updated. On all the news when it comes to your Second Amendment rights, we appreciate you guys being here today. Thank you very much for joining us in the Car Firearms Group studios today. In front of the Sig Sauer mic, Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. X Insurance presenting it all. Neil McCabe, thank you for being here. RedState.com, you can read Neil over at redstate.com. Visit Car Firearms to see everything that Justin and the crew has for you. LeadslingersWhiskey.com, Brad Primo, the CEO, and all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. We'll see you guys on the radio tomorrow. Enjoy your day